Well, hello, hello, hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening. How are you? You know what? Tried and tested, <laughs> still standing. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, as we're gonna uh, go ahead and let's get down to you know um, some things about you, you know that people want. So first of all, uh, everybody, I want to welcome uh, who used to be modeling for Tima. But now she is, uh, she has a, a whole nother brand name, uh, which is Royal Vibes, you guys. So I want to introduce her today. She is a model of 30 years, okay? First of all, I want to introduce her as an incredible individual, very talented in every way. And yeah, so. Vibes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where are you originally from? I'm originally born and raised in Baltimore City. Okay, okay, okay. So, by you living in Baltimore, uh, what type of a life experience did you have that made you just want to become a model? I would have to say attending um school high school my high school principal I thought I was in trouble one day and she asked to speak to me and wow. I went to a Catholic school and I said okay the sisters usually don't come to us unless we've done something or something's going on. Wow. And my principal at the time she came and she asked me and she said I need to speak to you and I asked her said am I in trouble? Mm-hmm. She said, no, you're not in trouble. I just want to talk to you about something. And she asked me, she said, myself and a few faculty members would truly like you to participate in the spring fashion show fundraiser. Would you be interested? And I told her, I said, well, let me speak to my mom and get her approval. And if she says it's okay, I said, if you just give me three days, I'll ask mom and I'll have an answer for you. Okay. Went home, I had a talk with my mother, and I also spoke with my mentor. And my mom and my mentor were like, Go for it. I can be so noble to try. And I did it. And from there, that was how I began with modeling. Wow. Okay. Let's get into uh, how was it living in, in Baltimore? You know, as a child, you know, growing up to become, you know, uh, adult? I will honestly have to say um, many people, Baltimore is a beautiful city, and then Baltimore is a city of like, on the surface it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, tourists are coming through all the time, then you see the life outside of the tourist attractions. And that's what I grew up in, outside of the tourist attractions, outside of the areas where out-of-towners populate. And it's a whole different world. And 
much of what you may people may have saw on the wire, it really does happen. Uh, wow. Much of what people see on different series and about it, Baltimore is in many ways, as I stated, beautiful. You still have to deal with the street aspect mm-hmm. of the city. And it is one of the cities with one of the highest homicide rates in the country. It has been that way for quite some time. Wow. And um, many people can relate. You know, even in the 80s, when crack hit the street, things were different. You know, and it made it even more insane in many different ways. Because my friends and I growing up, we had a front row seat to that. Mm Mm-hmm. Who thought and what black community didn't experience that? So, given that we saw these different things and it changed our circumstances, some of those that I grew up with fell victim to the street. Some of those ended up, and when you made those types of choices, you either ended up in prison, dead, or strung out on your own supply. Wow, man. Or you know, some people ended up, some of the young ladies I grew up with ended up becoming drug addicts mm-hmm. and fell through the cracks. Some of them are dead now. Many of them never even made it, you know, to 21 or 25. So I deem myself very fortunate to still be alive and still be on even the other end of this phone conducting this interview. I'm grateful. I, I, I live and move in gratitude. Because had I made different choices and decisions, that could have easily been me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how was it, you know, with your your mother growing up? Like, what uh, femininity um, or lifestyle ideas did she kind of install in you? Hello? Wait a minute. Yourself in a respectful and respectable manner. So seeing my mother and who's still alive and still with us and my grandmothers and my great aunts They had a very great influence on me. I always saw them conduct themselves in a very ladylike, classy manner. Mm -hmm. However they interacted with people, they would always be a joy to be around. They would charge the atmosphere, so to speak. Wow. They, They would come in and people would be happy to see them. They would be happy to be around them. And they would just light up when they hit the room. And that is a very special quality to have. And in observing that, I noticed they were always mannerable to people. The women in my family that were older and more experienced were always compassionate to people. And they always had manners. Right. They never went out of their way to be rude. And learning this from my mother, my grandmothers, my great aunts, even my aunts. 
that you're always you always have manners, you always smile, you be pleasant because you never know that smile may help someone feel better. You don't know what type of day that person's been having before you showed up. Absolutely. So um, for me, that's what I see in being a very feminine. You always want to set the pace or set the tone and you don't have to be aggressive when you do so. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. um, so with the modeling, um, I know that I've, you know, said that you've been doing this for 30 years, right? Yes. And within the 30 years of, you know, the scope of modeling, what have you seen and what did you learn? I've seen a lot. Um, <laughs> I've seen the good, <laughs> the bad, the ugly, and the in-between. I've deemed it as every experience that I've had is a lesson. Right. Learn from it. Learn how not to conduct yourself, how to conduct yourself, how to take care of your business by watching others. Even if I saw people behave poorly, I learned that's not how I conduct myself. Absolutely. Regardless as to whom or what, always conduct myself in a professional manner, always respect myself and respect others. Even when people are being unprofessional with me or disrespectful, I don't have to stoop to that level. Right. Because my grandmother and my mother told me, your behavior can either bring you things or run people away from you. And your behavior, it can be costly. When the saying that people say now, your network is your net worth, that also includes how the people around you behave. Are they behaving in a manner that draws abundance, wealth? Do they have mental discipline in order to, I would say, move in different ways and move throughout different circles and adapt? Or are they behaving in a manner that's unbecoming, have low self-esteem, and not attracting? the right people into the network or running people away from the network. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if we could, you know, talk about this, um, how many, what was the total of brands that you modeled for? There have been numerous brands that I've modeled for. I could name a few of them. Moto Me Boutique, La Maker, let's see, um, Tribe of Dumo, mm -hmm. Jason C. Peters, and many of these are brands are, um, I would say, fashion designers. Some of them are from West Africa. Oh. Central Africa. I've modeled for um, a South African designer. I've modeled for a Caribbean designer. I've also modeled Jason C. Peters is out of New York City. Uh -huh. He is a well-known designer and model himself. Mm. So I've been across the gambit. I've modeled Sherher Pizzada. She's mm. based out of Baltimore. And she has some wonderful, beautiful pieces. I've modeled her pieces as well. So Sir Hibsada Sir has, I would say, 
I, w- I would say it's cultural, but it's still corporate and it's abstract and it's beautiful clothing. I've modeled for her. I have also modeled for brand. Um, I've modeled for fur boutiques. I've modeled for the Sororitique brand based out of Chicago. I have modeled also for Macy's. I've had Macy's pieces on. I've had Nordstrom's pieces on. You know, yeah, just a, I would say a whole different, diverse, different and diverse brands and designs I've worn as a model. I love that. I love that. And when you said um, those brands that you said, those are big brands that people love to wear, you know, and they live to buy those things, you know, at the mall and stuff like that. Um, So I, I really, you know, I'm down, like I said, very proud of you. Uh, when it comes to the success that you've created in your life. And, and as I always say, I always tell you that. And um, the last piece I want to talk about, too. Um, now, I know we, we talked about a little of the rapping, you know. Um, can we talk about the CD? When, when is it coming out? All right, you guys. When it pauses like that, I think it's my line going out or whatever. I'm not sure. Uh, this is radio public, but yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can still hear you. Okay, because because it it kind of draws out every once in a while, and I can't hardly hear you. So that's why I was saying that. Okay. Uh, so the CD, because um, because I want talk about that right quick um when can we look for the cd to come out i would say that by the fall of this year the first series of songs in an ongoing project collaboration that first project will come out by no later than i would say november of 2023 by summer spring of 2024 the next part and parcel of the series will come out with the music. And by the fall of 2024, the next project will be out. So it will be a three-part series is how we're going to have things begin. And then from there, it'll be ongoing projects. At least I would say like once a year, there'll be something from me. I love it. I love it. Okay, okay. So I know that we talked about that this is uh, going to be a hip hop album, right? Yes. And can we kind of do a little uh, summary on what can we look for, you know, when this album comes out? The All of the albums will be me speaking my truth, speaking about different experiences in my life, drawing from the experiences of others, that I've had around me in my lifetime. And I would have to say it's grown folks hip hop with a twist. I love it. I love it. And we talk a lot about the femininity community. Uh, 
how did you incorporate that in your um in, in your hip hop culture of Again, for me, it is whatever I do, I bring femininity to it. <clears throat> I bring that element to it. And in many ways, I would love to see us as Black women reclaim our femininity, reclaim being ladylike. It is nothing wrong with that. It is empowering to wear the purse, the lipstick, and the panties and rest in your femininity versus competing with men and trying to be the man. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and I agree with that. And I'm glad that you are putting that, you know, into your um, your lifestyle and your music. You know, I, I like that. So um, the last thing that I want to talk about, too, what could you tell a young lady or a young man that's wanting to model, but they don't really know what they're getting themselves into? I would say to them, know that you will not always hear yes. You're going to hear no more than you're going to hear yes. And rejection is a part of this having undertaking this for your career, whether it's modeling, whether it's acting, whether it's music, anything in entertainment, you will hear no more than you will hear yes. Be prepared not to let that distract you or keep you from remaining focused on your goals, you should know that each, each action that you do fuels your next success. So you're not going to hear yes all the time. When you do hear yes, take it and run with it. Go there when you are given that yes or given that green light as a model, as an actor, as a musician, when you are granted that yes, show up, show up early, show up often, and whatever you do, be the best with what you do. Be excellent, be spot on. Practice does not make perfect. Practice is preparation plus time equals your success. So study what you're choosing to undertake as well. If you don't study, if you don't really sharpen your tools, so to speak, and have your toolbox ready, you will not be prepared for that success and it will go through your hands. When you are prepared, when you study, when you put in work and you do it and you do it right and you keep your character intact, you are ready for success. You will have elevation. You will have promotion. And I will also let them know it's not going to happen overnight. You have to work. You have to work. And be mindful that when you think you're not being watched, you're being watched. Absolutely. Yes. And talent alone is not enough. You can all outdoors. Make sure that your character is intact. Make sure that you're not willing to be cutthroat or betray anybody just to get ahead. It doesn't play out well in the long run, and it doesn't sustain you. Right. I love it. I love it. Well, uh, we've got to end of our interview. I do want to say this. Um, are you single, Miss um, Royal Vibes? 
I'm holding auditions <laughs> at this point. No, I'm not in a relationship. I am single. I will not say what I'm seeking in a man or what I want in a man. All I have to say is manly men are the only ones welcome in my company and in my space. If you know that is not you, do not waste my time. I do not deal with potential. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. All right. Well, Miss Royal Vibes, I appreciate you so much. Uh, could you let them know where they can find you at on social media, uh, just in case they want to book you for any shows or, you know, anything like that? Uh, if they would like to find me, I can be found on TikTok under the name Royal Vibes Entertainment. Also on Instagram under Royal Vibes Entertainment. My former name is still on Facebook. I'm working on upgrading and changing that name to Royal Vibes Entertainment as well. So I can be located on social media on three different platforms. Facebook under Modeling Fatima, but when you come to Instagram and TikTok, it's Royal Vibes Entertainment. And I don't want the fellas to take it personal in a way. When I say I don't date potential, that means you ha I don't deal with someone who doesn't have anything going on for themselves, okay? And it's not even about income. I will date the bus driver just before I even date the man who's the billionaire. Wow. As long as you are a manly man and you know your role, your responsibility, and how to conduct yourself as a manly man, we can be in each other's presence. I love it. I love it. All right. You guys have heard from the phenomenal, beautiful, incredible, and as the men say, sexy, modeling Fatima was the old name. But again, it is royal vibes, you guys. So with that being said, we appreciate you guys for, you know, listening uh, Radio Public. And again, have a blessed night and stay tuned for more it comes to uh, the Luxury Mindset Podcast Show and make sure that you tune into more when it comes to Royal Vibes. Until then, be blessed. Bye-bye. Alright, so I, 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 I really love this, you know, what, what, what we did. So, um, I'm going to end this and yeah, we could talk about it. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to call you back. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.